the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Woo! You know what? Uh, boy, that is some that is some music right there. Welcome to the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. I'm Kellen Vaughn with my co-host today, Shane Kidwell. Shane. What's happening? That that intro got me hyped, and I I wasn't even a part of that intro. Uh, yeah, boy, and there were some older pictures of me on that too. So if you saw that, that means you're watching us either live uh, in our uh, private group or on YouTube, which is cool. So check us out over there. If you want to see us and hear us, you can head on over to YouTube and uh, get a great peek at that. Well, man, uh, thank you uh, for joining me today. And listen, you know we don't always fully pull back the curtain with everything that we talk about, you know, in next level and and nor do we always go live with these. But today is a different day, Shane. This is the dawn of a new era and we are coming at you because man, loan officers, they need help right now, right? They need strategies and they need tactics and they need things that are going to go out and get them more deals, more applications, more leads, more referral partners, and uh, help them uh, keep dollars in their pocket uh, during these times. And and frankly, today is a day that uh, if you follow uh, the mortgage-backed security market, it's not a good day. It's not a good day, Shane. Uh, <laughs> the market is on the move. But we're not worried about that because we're next-level loan officers, and we are uh, still making and creating success. So today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a topic that is is not new to us, right? This is um, almost foundational. If you've ever been to one of our live events, we talk about this sometime, sometimes. Sometimes, uh, but today we're going to revisit. Like we always like to kind of revisit, reamp, retool. And today is one of those days, and it's a good reminder for you OGs out there, uh, as well as anybody else that maybe hasn't heard us talk about this. So, uh, Shane, today we're going to talk about the magic window. Now, give us, uh, for the audience that maybe doesn't know what that is, uh, give us a little taste of you know this particular strategy. Yeah, I mean, I think what's really, really important for everybody to understand is, yes, the industry is changing. And yes, there are maybe less deals in total because refis are obviously really drying up and going away, but there is money to be made. There are deals to close and there are opportunities. The magic window is leveraging an active transaction now. And we're going to re we're, we're going to revise that today. And we've got a, rev- we've got a, a new way of doing this, but the original magic window, the intent was to capture feedback from every consumer, every agent on every deal while they still need you. The problem is, you know, the, the, I would say the 1990s lender would close a loan, send you a wine basket, and then ask for feedback a week later. And then they would say, Kellen, I can't get feedback. I can't get these people to engage. Well, that's because they no longer are motivated to reach out to you. Not to mention for anyone who's moved, I've moved many times. The week after closing is hectic. You can't even find your phone, your car keys. You're looking for your dishes and your boxes a terrible time for us in the industry to be asking for something selfish, which is feedback for us to then post on social media. The magic window was about getting in front of that challenge. That's right. That's right. And, and listen, and more importantly today than, than ever before, right? You have more shoppers that are online that are uh, looking at reviews. I mean, I'll admit we were a little late to the review game, just a little bit. Now we've made up for that, but I can't tell you 
I mean, we've probably closed half a dozen deals year to date that just came from that. Uh, Sean's a big, uh, you know, uh, review guy. So listen, that landscape has changed. And so, you know, we're going to, we need to adjust to that and we need to be pouring into that. And if you're not, this is a good time to kind of speak into that blind spot. And listen, this is a cheap, like this is free, right? So a lot of times we talk about things and we're like, oh, you need to buy this or this technology or do this or do that. This one's a freebie, right? This one is, is absolutely free. You just have to shift a little bit of your process and how you pro- approach things. So, Shane, let's talk first about like the OG strategy, right? Like yeah. what was the thought behind it? And then we'll kind of put the new twist on it. Well, to, to begin with, we need to understand where we're driving reviews, right? Like, and, and I was one that had you know, social survey or testimonial tree or bird's eye or one of these third-party sites. And here's the reality. Those sites are really benefiting the company more than they're benefiting you. Sure. The, the intent, the goal behind that, it's not to generate leads. It's to bring some sort of like a quality assurance when people are looking at them online, they can use metrics for feedback, for compliance audits and things like that. So Sean brought up originally, and we've all really run with here is focusing on Google, having a Google business page and capturing reviews on Google. And now I would challenge everyone to pause the podcast. If you're not live, get online, go to Google, type in your city with the word mortgage, Yep. scroll past the advertisements. What is the first thing you see? And you'll see typically three businesses, right? In your market. You'll be amazed at how few reviews these have. Now, if you just go to Google and type in, you know, Shane Kidwell Mortgage, Testimonial Tree, Social Survey, 700 reviews are going to be down there somewhere on page one. We want to drive people to Google. And we're going to do that by asking for feedback when they still need us. It's Mm. that window sometime between initial approval, clear to close, but before they've signed and they're done with you. Like it's when they still need you. And what we would say is the easiest way to do that is you're my client. I call you, I text you, I send you a video. Hey, Kellen, it's Shane over at you know Victorian Finance, aka Dwell Mortgage. Hey, I've just got something I want to run by you really quick. Would you mind giving me a quick shout? Yeah. Now they have no idea. And they're like, oh crap, is my is my yeah. is my deal gonna fall apart? You call, hey Kellen, first and foremost, man, we're we're super excited to be working with you. Congrats on getting your loan conditionally approved. Hey, I I I'd like to ask a favor. My business is built on nothing but feedback from people like you. I would love it if you would be willing to leave some feedback for me and the team today if I sent you a link. And they need you. They're motivated. They're more likely to do that. Then you start to build up your Google presence, which helps you generate leads. Sean, myself, others are now generating free online organic leads simply through building out my business profile. Yeah, you're 100% right. And you can go a step further and say, listen, we will deny your loan should you not leave us a review. <laughs> yeah, we would not. Yeah, I'm the just compliance kidding. That's what... gods are like the attorneys are, are, are getting ready to file suit right now. Yeah, no, we would no, 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 no. All jokes aside, but you're 100% right. And so, you know, this brings up a great point because we talk about this too sometimes. And I still hear loan officers doing this, right? And, and we can debate the whole actually going to closings a different day. There's a, there's a whole podcast just on that topic, but the whole idea of this, like, you know, um, giving the gift at closing or following up afterwards, like your, the, your point in this whole thing is once that deal is closed. And if you've ever bought a home, like you understand this, 
Once that deal is closed, the last thing on your mind is your mortgage lender. There's about 50,000 other things that have to happen, uh, especially if you have a spouse and if you have children and you are moving and all of those crazy things happen. You are Your head is spinning for six months, frankly, after you buy that house. You're not going back to leave a review for your mortgage guy. Helen, you can't even find your closing documents that have your private information on it. That's it, right? It's (laughs) it. Yeah, you're exactly right. And so that's a side note to say, listen, if you're all, if you're still going to closings, which I don't don't think you should, (laughs) and you're giving a same thing with a closing gift, like don't give a closing gift at the closing table because it's sure to wind up in the bottom of a box or in somebody's trunk for the next six months. Wait, Nothing wrong with waiting three months or six months and then sending a gift. Boy, wouldn't it be more impactful? Anyway, this isn't a gifting show. Well, but-, well, but but here's the deal, and I want to just cut you off real quick. Your yeah. point is so valid. The intent behind us asking for the feedback is something for us. You should be doing this when it's beneficial. There's an emotional high or necessity for right. them. Right. Right. And that's why the magic window is so, so impactful. Now, let's break this down with version 2.0. And, and I was sitting down with my team and we were going over this on a strategy call, I believe with uh, maybe even our peak group. And I said, hey guys, flip this around for a minute. Why wait to close to ask for a review? Like if you have a process and in our office, so I, I, I built a co-working space and my co-working manager used to work in five diamond resorts. Five diamond resorts, they have a certain level of quality. They have a golf course. They have all these amazing things. If you're five diamond, you're the best of the best. You're the four seasons. If your process is a five diamond process, you pre-approve somebody, don't you feel like you could ask them for feedback after they've been exceptionally pre-approved or when the loan's conditionally approved or heck, what if you denied the loan, but you did it in such a way you got them in credit repair. You like, you treated them like family. You sent them flowers. Like if you really treated everyone you interacted with five diamond service, you can ask for feedback probably four or five different places on the loan. So here's yeah. what I'm now incorporating. Every time I pre-approve a client, hey, Kellen, it's Shane over at Dwell Mortgage. Hey, congratulations on getting your loan pre-approved. Hey, you're going to be getting an email from my team and I kind of walking you through the parameters on the pre-approval. Keep, you know, keep note of a few things. Don't forget, we use Lender Logics to update your letter. Don't forget, we've done all these other things to make sure your loan's pre-approved, our guarantee, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, Kellen, would you mind doing me a favor? You know, I pride myself and my team on five diamond service. And although we haven't closed your loan, I consider you a part of the Dwell Mortgage family. We build our business off of feedback from people like you. Would you be willing if I sent you a link today to leave me feedback, my team and I feedback to help us improve the process? And hopefully it's it's five-star service. Now, if you did that every time you pre-approved somebody, how many reviews would you have in a given year? Hundreds. Four times, five times as many, sure. or at least five times the at-bats right. of somebody waiting till closing. Now think about this. So I did 150 loans last year, personal production. Let's say I did about 500 pre-approvals, right? Or 500 applications. So I had 150 opportunities to get a review and you're going to convert 25 to 50% of those typically. Yep, yep. If I did it at pre-approval, I now have 500 opportunities. What if I added in the buyer's agent on every one of those? Said, hey, Kellen, you know, it's phenomenal. First and foremost, thank you for introducing, you know, Shane and his beautiful wife, Fernanda, for the pre-approval. As you know, we really feel that five-star service is what's important to us. And I consider you, your team, a part of the Dwell Mortgage family. 
hey, obviously you're going to be getting an email about Shane and Fernanda, the pre-approval, their qualifications. Don't forget, we'll be sending you these tools, et cetera. You guys do your value proposition. Yep. Hey, Kellen, would you mind doing me a favor? As you know, I built my business over the last decade, decade off of feedback from people like you. If I sent you a link, would you, uh, would you be willing to leave some feedback today for me and the team? They go to Google, they leave the feedback. If I did that as an ATM, an action that matters every time I pre-approve some, somebody, how many reviews would I have? How many at-bats would I have? And what would the impact be online? If you did that exercise and you wrote in your city with the word mortgage, how far heads and tails above the competition would you be? Tons. Yes. Tons. Tons. For free. Yes. Yes. And I'll tell you, you know, Google, we used to focus a lot on Zillow reviews, right? But the same reason that we don't do Zillow reviews, the same reason why you don't let your company do your reviews, right? Or you don't let your company on your Google page because at any time Zillow could decide that they don't want to do that anymore. Right. Correct. And, and Zillow reviews are a lot harder to get. So Google reviews are actually a lot easier. You don't have to validate the person like Zillow does, which is good and bad. But to your point, Shane, you did that strategy, you would end up with 100 to 200 additional reviews uh, every year. I mean, in fact, like I think we're decent at it. And I just picked up a couple of tips that we're going to implement here just in our office. So this is a great ATM. This is a money-making activity. This is a great use of, of somebody's time on your team. Maybe it's yours. Maybe it's an assistant, probably an assistant, um, You know, and task them with doing that. Now, on our team, we task our processors with getting reviews. So they get a little spiff for every customer that they can get to go on and get a review because they're generally, they're in the trenches with the customer and they're talking to them all the time. And it's a great opportunity to ask for that, uh, for that review. So I, I love this, man. Like, you know, again, <clears throat> we're talking about things that we need to be focusing on, um, you know, during this time and, and a lot of loan officers and even some people listening on this podcast might go, yeah, Listen, Shane, Kellen, fine, whatever, I get it. Hey, I'm just trying to keep my head above water, right? I'm just trying to get the next deal. I'm not worried about reviews. Well, I would caution you a little bit to say that you have to always, 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 always be looking down the road at your business. I don't care what's happening in the moment. If you let each moment, each day, each realtor drive your business, you will continue to fight that loan officer roller, co roller coaster, the up and the down. Well, and another strategy we've talked about many times is taking an organic lead that you control and then leveraging that for Absolutely. coffee appointments with agents Absolutely, and bonus content. But like, if you get an organic lead, I'm going to reach out to three agents and it's either going to be a couple that I already work with and one that I'd like to work with, or maybe a couple I'd like to work with and one I do. And I'm going to say to the client, hey, organic lead from a Google review, uh, Kellen, I'd love to introduce you to a couple of different agents that have very different, unique styles that focus on your market. Would it be okay if I sent you a couple of introductions so you could inter like interview these people and get to know them and pick one that works for you? It's really yeah. important that you have options. Now, yeah. I've taken that one lead. I've now made it three leads. Then I go to this agent that I don't know, but I want That's a top secret ninja strategy too, yeah, Shane. That's, a, that's like a $10,000 yes. like, yeah, yes. behind the curtain deal. So, that's right. All right. Well, we're doing it. I'm caffeinated, so we're rolling with this. Then right. I go to an agent that I haven't worked with, but I've been targeting using my social media strategies, maybe meeting them at happy hours. I know them. They know me, but I'm not working with them. I say, hey, Callan, it's Shane over at Dwell Mortgage. Hey, man, great news. I have a client in your market that doesn't have an agent. 
I've always wanted to see if you'd be a good fit for my team and I, and this might be the opportunity. Are you open to grabbing coffee so I can walk you through this client's file, get to know your team and your system a little bit better? Yeah. I would bet anyone on this podcast, 80% of the time or more, that agent's going to be like, I'm all in. When do you want to meet for coffee? I'm actually free right now, right? Mm -hmm. And I did this. I actually did this exercise. And in one day, I had like seven coffee appointments. I was going up and down the road to Starbucks meeting with these agents. Right. That actually converted into 150 closed loans through Redfin, by the way, from that strategy. There you go. So this is how you take one strategy, you leverage another strategy. Then, you know, right now everybody's down. I get it. I'm down, right? Like I'm not making the money now that I made two years ago. Like if I looked at my former self, the former self would be a little embarrassed with my production. However, if I close five loans instead of 10 loans, but I get 15 reviews every month, A, that makes me feel better. B, the perception out in the marketplace is that I am somebody that people want to work with, which is accurate, right? So now I'm still getting more reviews and I'm leveraging those through social media and I'm sharing that feedback in a cool, non-douchey, non-typical LOA. So now I'm getting more reviews earlier. I'm able to then help myself drive organic business. It also creates a lead that I can use with agents that I want to work with. It boosts my morale and it gives me a better perception in social media. Love it, dude. That's it, man. That's a mic drop, right? You, we just gave away like seven strategies in this one strategy. So let's just, for you loan officers that are listening to this, like really pay attention because these are, again, free strategies we're talking about right now that, that move the needle. You want to move the needle, right? These are the things you have to do to move the needle. You got to ask for the reviews. You got to be uh, driving organic traffic that you can hand out to other realtors. You know, you got to be on social. You got to do all of these things. And again, if you you can't do all of these things and chase page nine of the bank statement, right? And chase conditions and be messing around with under, like this is where the challenge is. So if you're struggling with that, like get on a strategy call with next level and let's let's talk about that right nlstrategycall.com and we can help you kind of figure that pathway out but it's impossible to do these things that are required to be successful while doing a bunch of non money making activities as well uh i'll mention one last thing uh yes yes lo uh next level nlstrategycall.com you can check that out um also we have our um, LO Lifeline. Actually, I think this is going to come out after the LO Lifeline. Is that right, Shane? Are we yeah, right? but but I still think that it's going to be available for people to watch and consume. And man, okay. if there's a time when people need a pick-me-up, maybe somebody that gives them an idea, like today, where you just literally copy, paste, and repeat. You know, what people don't know about Next Levels, we're actually a charitable organization. We like to donate to the community. Right. And in the hopes that a, it benefits your family, your business, and maybe you go, you know, these guys are doing something unique and I want to join uh, the LO lifeline. If you haven't seen it on social media, you absolutely will. You need to watch that. NLstrategycall.com will get you in with our team to have a call. Um, and lastly, I think that if you are consuming this in one of the podcasting platforms, Kellen, correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to give you all a yes. little gift. Yes. So if you're watching this on a podcast, uh, if whether that's uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever it is, there's a download associated with this. And you can go and download not only our original OG class on the Magic Window, however, also in addition to bonus, you're also going to get 
Shane does a phenomenal class, phenomenal class on power conversations, that initial conversation with your borrower, which it, which ties into this because it sets the whole transaction up for success. It sets up that entire transaction to receive great reviews, to have open communication with the client, to manage client expectations as the as the transaction gets kicked up. So we're going to include that as a bonus download um, in this podcast. You can click on the link, download it. Uh, we'll have that ready for you. But but man, let's Jason may, Jason Frazier, one of our marketing gurus here at Next Level, uh, made a great comment. Google reviews and YouTube videos are the one-two SEO combo punch that every LO needs. You're 100 right, Jason. Like that's it. So gang, use this information, take it and run with it. Work these Google reviews into your process. Make it an automatic thing so that you don't have to think about it every time. Get the YouTube videos going and start generating those organic leads that, as Shane mentioned, we can go three to one, right? We can have three realtor conversations for every one of those organic leads, and that will move the needle in your business. Are you trying to pick up market share? Are you trying to add more realtors to your bench? That's the way to do it in this market right now. Well, I love that. And I'll leave with this, you know, in 2020 and 2021, everybody was envious of those who had a Ford F-150 assembly line. In 2022 and beyond, the Ferrari assembly line is going to win. Those people who have exacting standards and put effort into every step of the process are going to win. And they already are. If you're not there, if you're still on a 2020 strategy in 2022 and beyond, shift your mindset, shift your focus, get on a strategy call, join next level. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you guys for joining us today. We'll see you all soon. Thanks, everyone.